Hello, Ali, and thank you for your time today. Uh, would you mind just starting with telling uh, us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, um, Ellie, Ellie Doe, and uh, I'm the treasurer at uh, St. Mary's Church in Biddeford, which is North Bevan. Uh, it's a parish church, so usually quite busy, um, which is lovely. But of course, since lockdown, so much has changed and we've been closed for such a long time. My background is purely accountancy. Um, was an accountant in London for, oh, I can't tell you how many years, <laughs> just too many. And I moved to Biddeford about five years ago. Hmm. Fantastic. So you shared that uh, lockdown has uh, made a significant impact on how church life is looking like at the moment. Uh, what does it kind of the um, church life, how does it look like? Well, of course, it, it, it is very, very different. and the church life that we have now is very much online our services are all online our children's services music makers uh, and things like that are all online on facebook uh, on our website um so <laughs> so the dynamics have changed significantly and whilst we are doing all of those things um if we're not careful, we, we lose contact with some people who can't um, access those things. Um, it's very difficult for them, even though we do do a newsletter printed, um, sometimes they can't access email to be able to read it or print it out. It's very difficult for us to print out so many and, and, and filter those out and deliver them. So. Yes, we've coped, I would say, with the 60s and unders, under that age bracket, quite well. And we're, and we're getting quite a lot of feedback from them. But everybody, I do believe everybody misses the social contact. And yes. there is not, there is nothing there at all. Mm. It's very different, very, very different. Yeah, absolutely. Can you share with me a little bit about uh, the Hallelujah teams that you have set up as a response to this challenge? Yes, well, this really came, and I'm very grateful to her, from, from my auntie Irene, who was a great churchgoer. And her favourite phrase was always, when something went right, especially if it was unexpected, she said, Hallelujah and praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. As a child, I, I thought, what a funny thing to say. And, and she kind of became my hallelujah auntie. Um, when I passed my 11 plus, she sent me a card. That tells you how old I am, doesn't it? 11 yeah. plus. <laughs> uh, she sent me a card which just said hallelujah and praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, but it meant I could go away to boarding school, which I wanted to do. And she wrote to me every month. She never forgot me. And she always signed off, hallelujah and praise the Lord. So we were looking at um, some, some of our very lovely uh, church members who don't have internet, who don't have access, and probably who don't have family who can help them. And wondering how we could keep them 
integrated, occupied, and, and, and ease their anxieties a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we came up with this plan that we would form maybe a spell of four people, one who would be a leader and the other three who would be mates, maybe, you know, close uh, proximity. But of course, they still couldn't go to each other's houses and have tea and, and, and socialize. So the leader would write to the others once a month. So each one once a month. So they would write three letters. And that letter could yeah. be about anything, what they were doing, how they were getting on, how they were coping, about maybe church. Did they know they had, there was a newsletter? Did they see anything? What was happening in church? Was there a Lent course? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and we started with just one cell, and that really took off. Everybody, Fantastic. they just loved getting a letter. They loved yeah. it. So <laughs> then another few people said, could we join? And I thought, oh, this is a way to go because yeah. all of these people write and it gives them a purpose. Hallelujah and praise the Lord. Amen. So I then, we would give them paper with the hallelujah team at the top. And they just love that. So oh, fantastic. So it's, they're called the Hallelujah Team. And it's still going. Yeah. Lockdown still three. Grow. Yes, lockdown three. Very gently. Um, I think we've got three groups now. Um, maybe going on to four. But it it just works really well. So yeah. Thank you. That's uh, of real encouragement, I think, again, and such a great uh, solution, really, to uh, some of the challenges for especially the elderly people in your community, uh, to bring them out of isolation, I suppose, and uh, give them purpose. Uh, mm-hmm. Great idea. Great idea. Um, you shared as well uh, with me a little bit about uh, your crowdfunding experience. Can you uh, expand on that uh, a bit more? Yeah, that's a lot more technical. Um, our church clock broke down, seriously broke down. And um, we wondered how on earth we were going to pay for it. Uh, it was unexpected, you know, it just suddenly stopped 14 minutes past 10. Um, so we thought about it and we, we thought we would try crowdfunding. We'd never done it before. And so we researched a little bit and we found the first thing you have to do is you have to get an experienced provider to help you with your project. You can't just go out and do it for yourself. And they were very particular who they took on. It was quite sort of breathtaking. Um, We chose a company called Space Hive, funny name, um, but they were particularly good and very professional. And we had to go through their screening process to prove that we were a registered charity. They wanted every single person who was a trustee when we were formed, all sorts of information. And eventually they said, yes, we'll take you on, but you need to be realistic with your fundraising. You need to tell us exactly how much you need and we will tell you how you can raise it and in what time space. It's not forever, so fair enough. Um, They helped us with a project. They helped us with the launch. And we had to come up with an idea for the launch. 
And we thought the best way would be to involve the children where possible. Mm. So we decided we'd write to all the schools and ask them if the children could design a poster. And our idea was then we would take the poster, the winning poster, through the town, ask every shop if they would please put it in. It would have our URL number. This is a URL number is where they can log on on the internet. And we had a merchant uh, service company called Go Cardless. So literally you press a donate button. They would have all the money. We didn't touch it for money at all. We weren't allowed to. Yeah. Um, so that was very good. But then suddenly, lockdown. And we thought, oh my word, we can't get any posters out. What on earth will we do? And it was, you know, it was dreadful. And Space High were very good. They said, stop panicking. <laughs> and... Um, the best thing you can do is involve the media um, and involve the local schools again. Ask them how they're doing classes. So we did. And they said, yes, we could make this a project, a home project. So we had mums ringing saying, is it a clock you want? Or <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic. It was really good. Uh, and they came up with some fantastic paintings. Some used just ordinary paint some were a bit more mm. annoying some did well spaghetti <laughs> all sorts yeah. of things um but we had we ended up with 126 entries which wow, was wow incredible and those were delivered either to me through my letterbox to or to the church office or they sent them online a lot of the mums took photographs on their smartphone yeah. and sent those online that was really good we had a local judge an artist who um, was extremely good and explained very much about art and she chose the winner mm -hmm. we sent that then to our two local newspapers to the council to various different other people who would give grants <laughs> and the response was fantastic so we raised in total over a period of just eight weeks, £9,000. Incredible. Wow. And we did not touch any of that money. The way it works is when you wish to donate, you actually make a pledge and you provide Go Cardless, the merchant service, with your bank details, just as if you were putting, um, you know, a contactless card on a, on a unit. No more information other than that. We did not get that information. All we got was a total once a week saying, we've got this much, we've got this much. Um, when it was a week before the final day, Go Cardless said, you have reached your total. You can't go over that total. Um, we will collect the money for you. And they then went to people and said, your pledge was £10. We are now going to take this from your bank account. And oh, they yeah. did. And then they passed the money on to us. And took a tiny, tiny amount for the work that they did. I mean, it really was. I thought, gosh, you know, the commission will be really high. But it wasn't at all. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that, that was a real experience. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. within eight weeks, you 
managed to raise all the money that was necessary for uh, the clock. Yes. Yeah. yeah incredible. Mm. Fantastic. Well done on on doing all this hard work as well in in the back um, background and uh, coming up with these great ideas to reach out to the community as well uh, through these various means. Uh, really fantastic. Um, if you could give maybe a word of advice to other treasurers uh, in the Diocese of Exeter, what would that be? I think it would be um, try to think differently. We've, we've all done the thing of writing to all our members and asking for money. Sometimes it, it's good to try and innovate a different idea if you can, a little bit outside the box type of thinking okay. um, but most of all I would say don't get despondent really just don't let it get to you and trust in the Lord yeah thank you thank you very much Ellie for uh, your time today and sharing uh, so openly about the uh, initiatives in Biddeford and, and I wish you well as you uh, continue to uh, be a part of that community thank you